Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Knock On Sports, and joining me right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, it is good friend of the show, Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show down in Central Florida on Sports Radio 1560 The Fan, as we get his thoughts on the college football playoffs, as well as the NFL, and much more. Mark, hope you're having a great one, man. Anthony, 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 happy birthday from yesterday, my friend. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Well, thanks, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm 31 years old now. I don't feel older yet. Oh, you'll get there. When you get <laughs> to my age, you'll feel it. You will. <laughs> because of the pandemic, I'm having like three midlife crises a day. Okay, a day. Not every three weeks, not every three months. I think three a day. Especially during the pandemic when everything is put into perspective. So you'll get there, my young Padwan. Don't worry. It'll happen to you, too. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people were having some very interesting choice words for the college football playoff committee yesterday as we saw Ohio State get in. We saw Notre Dame get in. Obviously, Alabama and Clemson took care of business. Just your thoughts on the four teams the committee went with for the college football playoff, Mark. Hey, look, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this. Your Notre Dame fighting Irish are going to get bombed out of the building, Okay. They're not going to get blown out. They're going to get bombed out of the building. There is no way Notre Dame is winning this game. It doesn't matter if they're deserving or not. Alabama is going to destroy them. I know you might hang up the phone on me now. There's no way. There's no way that they are going to put up a fight. They scored what? 10 points against Clemson? 10? And they had a garbage touchdown late? There's not. Just put Cincinnati in. Why don't you give a group of five a chance to get destroyed by Alabama? That's my thoughts. There's, it's Bama and Clemson, and then everyone else is just second fiddle. Just give me the title game on January 11th between Bama and Clemson. That's my thoughts, man. Mark, which one angers you the most then? Because obviously you're talking about Notre Dame, and obviously, once again, Notre Dame can't make adjustments to a big-time game. Ian Book struggles once again. We've seen this play out before, unfortunately, and I agree with you. Here's the problem, though. If Notre Dame does get bombed out, I don't. they're going to have to make up a serious resume to ever have a chance back into the college football playoff. But which one is worse? The fact that Ohio State gets in, you know, Dabo Sweeney releasing his poll put Ohio State 11th in his, I'm guessing a troll job, but which one's worse here by the committee? Allowing Ohio State in with six games and a poor performance against Northwestern or Notre Dame? Okay, what year were you born? 89? So Notre Dame last won in 88. When have you seen Notre Dame actually win a big game? Have you? In your lifetime. No. I'm trying to think now. Uh, I would have been too young for the Florida State game in the early 90s, so definitely not there. Now I'm really trying to think about this. Ohio State was 6-0 and won their conference. They're in. They went undefeated, and they won all their games. I know they didn't play as many games as everyone else, but they didn't get smoked on championship Saturday. So it's Notre Dame. Maybe it is more of 
a slap in the face these other teams like, you know, Miami or Florida or Texas A&M. Like, you should have won your games the regular season. Notre Dame backed their way in because no one else could step up to the plate and actually do anything. So honestly, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Maybe we got the four best teams in there, Anthony. Maybe we did. I'm so glad you brought up Miami, Mark, because here, and this is a little bit of the Notre Dame fan coming out at me, but here's what I want to know, because we always do this with Notre Dame, and it seems like Notre Dame is the only team that gets this treatment. But what do we do every time we think Miami's back? What do we do every time we think the Hurricanes are actually going to play a role and be a contending team? We all get hyped. We all think the Hurricanes are back like we saw at the end of the 90s and we saw during the 80s. But what continues to happen? They continue to be a disappointment. They lose questionable games. And then then nobody cares where Miami goes after a while. I just don't understand why Notre Dame's the only one that gets this when other traditional powers, they show up for maybe a year, have a really good season, and it's all of a sudden back to the luster and lore that those programs had in their heyday, and all of a sudden it just peters out later. I just don't get it. They got killed by North Carolina. Like, Carolina's still running on them. So <laughs> the question is, like, did does the regular season still matter for college football? I think it does. Because if you are a power five team, you got to win all your games. Or you got to have one loss, and you got to win your conference championship. That's what the, the current state of college football is. I just, look, I cover the Florida Gators, and the Gators put up a historical offensive season. And I know you saw some of the SEC title game on Saturday night mm-hmm. where the Gators threw everything they could on offense. And Bama, by the end, had no answer for Florida. And Florida still lost to that Alabama team. Like, I, if you're going to beat Bama, you're going to have to score 45 points and you're going to have to have championship-level defense. You're gonna, that's like when I look at Notre Dame, can they score those type of points? Can Ohio State score those type of points? I think the only X factor that, that is left that stops Nick Saban from winning, I think, what is it, his seventh title, mm-hmm. is I think Trevor Lawrence, the first quarterback in the draft to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that's <laughs> the only thing that stops it. I'm sorry. Right now, we're with Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show on Sports Radio 1560, The Fan, and we will get to that. As the, that was a big story yesterday as well. As the Jets, well, they're going to New York Jets themselves right out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But real quick, Mark, everyone's talking about today, once again, restructuring the college football playoff. We didn't like how we did it before. We brought in the BCS. The BCS, people weren't happy about it, so we brought in the 14 playoff. Now people, again, and it's been this way the last several years, are not happy with the four teams. They want to see expansion. I want your thoughts on this because I think, first off, I do agree we need to see expansion. Let's just move it to eight teams. We get we can get a true playoff in that way. And at the same time, the group of five, because we've always been hearing complaining about that, especially out of the American Conference, they just need to do their own playoffs. And the highest-ranked team of the group of five can make a decision where they want to be in the group of five playoffs or if they do have the opportunity to be in the college football playoff, they can decide that. But that's the best route, I think, for college football because the group of five is never going to get a national championship. I don't think anybody's really going to beat Alabama or Clemson anytime soon. Well, my thing is, and I've been yelling this for years, Anthony, is it's the power five. There's five conferences, but you only have four slots open. So why would you hold out one of the conferences every year? You can make more money by having all five conferences make the playoff. I understand what you're saying with the group of five. 
why not go to six at least, and then every Power Five school gets their champion in, and then have one wild card? I look, I get it. They they do a great job of just driving us crazy and making us talk about them. My bigger thing is, like when you looked at early signing day, and I know you were covering this last week. Mm-hmm. Look at the recruiting and the teams. It's the same teams every year. These kids have made their decision. They want to play Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Florida, Ohio State. It's the same teams. If you look at rivals and just go backwards, top recruiting class is 2020, 19, 18, 17. It's the same teams over and over again. If you are a Nebraska or you're a Colorado or, I, I don't know, Washington, or you could just pick all these teams. You're never going to win the national title now in these current situations because it's the same five, six, seven teams that only have a realistic shot. And it's it's one of those things where with these kids, they just want to go play for those teams. And I don't blame them because if they, let's say you go to a Bama, you're going to get a chance to play for the best program. You're automatically going to win a conference championship. You're going to play for a national title and they're going to give you a shot to go to the NFL. If I go to Tennessee, I don't get that guarantee. That's what's interesting with the current state of college football, Anthony. Time to break down some NFL headlines with our guest here on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. That is Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show on Sports Radio 1560, the fan, good friend of the show. Uh, Mark, this is a team out of the three that you cover that are in the pros down there in Florida. The Jacksonville Jaguars, thanks to the New York Jets, they look like they may end up, as long as they don't screw it up themselves by winning another game, may get a chance to draft Trevor Lawrence. Right now it's expected, and I'm sure that there's new GM going to be hired, new head coach more than likely as well here. Do you think because the Jets beat the Rams yesterday, this could be a franchise-altering direction for this uh, organization because the Jets screwed this up? The Jacksonville Jaguars are the worst team in football. It's funny because the Jets play in New York, so they get all the love, but Jacksonville won game one with Gardner Minshew against, I think, the Colts. And they've lost every single game since then. And they've, they've been getting destroyed in games. The only thing that's interesting to them is that James Robinson guy, the un, what was, he, was he undrafted out of Illinois State? And then he's like a fantasy stud. They are just god-awful. And the Jets, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, <laughs> I don't you know. I, it's like, I don't even know who they take at number two. I don't know if it is Justin Fields. I'm not kidding around. I I think they might trade down and get more picks if you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence because they need help all over the place. But if you look at the Jaguars, they had Mark Brunel. And then ever since then, when did they really add a quarterback? David Garrard for a while and then Brian Lefwich for a couple of years? They're, they're one of those teams, and I know this is really mean to say, like if I told you, hey, to save the NFL, we got to sacrifice some teams. Who should we eliminate? Wouldn't Jacksonville be the first team? Like, do we really need a Jacksonville football team? That's why if they get Trevor Lawrence, it can change the franchise forever. Hey, don't worry. Trevor Lawrence will be the number one star in London, England, when the team moves there in two years. That's what I imagine. So (laughs) it'll be great for the NFL. It really will. 
Mark, uh, looking at the uh, playoff situation right now as we get down to the final weeks here, the NFC playoff picture, as we just mentioned, the Jets were able to find a way to beat the Rams here. Tampa Bay continues to be an up-and-down team. The Packers, it looks like the NFC playoffs will go through them. The Saints drop another one. We don't know if Drew Brees will be able to make it to the postseason. What do you think about the NFC playoffs right now? I've said this for weeks to you. Just get in. There is no Kansas City Chiefs in the NFC. Even though Green Bay is probably going to get the one seed now and Aaron Rodgers might win the MVP, you could beat them. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers showed you can beat that football team. Even Carolina on Saturday night made that a football game there for a while. I, the Saints are good. I don't know if they're Super Bowl contender good. Like They're a good team, but I'll tell you, if Tampa Bay, you have Tom Brady. I mean, I get Aaron Rodgers. I get Drew Brees. Those guys are first ballot Hall of Famers. Brady's better than them combined with his stats. And you saw Brady yesterday. We threw over 390, hit eight different receivers and scored 31 points in the second half. Brady looked like he's in the zone right now. And there's no home field advantage. Just get in. And you were telling me this off the air, Anthony, where, all right, two games ago, and the four, five, six seed, what do you got, like five losses or so? Yeah. Hey, my stupid Bears are seven and seven with two games to go. I, this thing's not over. Just this one, I can't stress this enough. Just get in the playoffs because you don't have to take on Patrick Mahomes. Well, speaking of that, Mark, looking at the AFC playoff picture, the Bills look really good right now. Uh, obviously, Cleveland's playing some pretty good football to this point. Who would you take in the AFC playoff picture right now to challenge the Chiefs the most? Luke Skywalker and Baby Yoda. <laughs> That's who I take on. Is that wrong to say? I'm sorry. No, no one's stopping the Chiefs. There's no way. Unless injury, Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl, Anthony. Is that how you feel? I mean, I, I like Buffalo. The Bills and Allen are playing good football right now. I like their chances as a potential challenger. Now, is the Kansas City Chiefs the overwhelming favorite? Absolutely. But if you're looking for a team that maybe makes it a game with one possession, and maybe if Buffalo has the ball and they have a chance to drive down and score, I like the Bills to, to possibly do that. I don't think Kansas City is as invincible as we once thought early on in the season, especially the last couple of weeks. We've seen teams come back on them, uh, and, we, and we've seen the Raiders uh, beat them once already and, and challenge them again. So I think the Bills do have a good chance. Do you think it's like Kansas City and Buffalo for the AFC title game? Because I could see that happening. I agree. I like that. I like that matchup for the AFC title game. I'm trying to think of another team in the AFC that's actually, like, scary. Because, I like, the Dolphins are going to get in, but... Do you really trust Tua in a playoff game yet? He really hasn't even played 16 games yet so far. And then, uh, who's... Okay, you have two teams in the South who are 10-4 and four right now in Indianapolis and Tennessee. The only thing that would scare me, so it's like, like you're saying, Bills and, and uh, Chiefs. Derrick Henry's your X factor then. Don't let him get hot. And... I said this about five weeks ago. I think Derrick Henry's the MVP. I really do. Because in the past wacky league we were in, that dude might run for close to 2,000 yards in today's NFL, and they could win the division. And I would not want to play them in the cold. That's just my picks on the AFC. Yeah, I agree. I would not want to try and tackle Derrick Henry in uh, frozen temperatures. That is for sure. 
Right now, we are with Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show on Sports Radio 1560. The fan, Mark, I'll end you with this. Obviously, The Mandalorian season finale aired on Friday. I've been able to watch it already. Thought it was fantastic. I was a little surprised they went with what they did. I won't spoil it for those who haven't seen it. But what do you think about The Mandalorian now in season two as we get ready for season three? You know, it's funny hearing you just talk about Derrick Henry. I try to picture if we were playing football and you're coming to try to tackle me, could I actually pick you up and throw you like Derrick Henry does to defenders? I don't think I could. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm a pretty big guy, dude. I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't think he can. You know, the thing about it is he's not taking just an idiot like me and throwing me like I'm a rag doll. That's a normal human being. He's taking NFL players who are in the top physical shape of their life and they're coming full speed at him, and he's grabbing them and tossing them like he has Star Wars powers. That's how crazy that is. Um, the thing about Star Wars, um, that was amazing on Friday night. That was like, I texted some of my friends. I'm like, shut up with what you're doing and go watch this now. They're like, why? I'm like, shut up and go watch it now. Because, because my whole adult life, has been watching the prequels and the sequels and these side movies, and they're all monkey garbage. This, this is real Star Wars. Like, this show, it's not even that great. Save Star Wars, and this is the real timeline now. Those, those newer movies are so terrible now, they never happen in my... Kind of like where Jordan played on the Wizards, that never happened. I'm sorry, no. That's how I feel with those new movies. There's no Ray, Poe, uh, whatever that guy's name is who's supposed to be Ben Kenobi, like Kylo Ren. None of that happened. Now it's all Mando and Baby Yoda in my eyes. What about you? I'm right there with you. I mean, here's the thing, though. Do you actually just scrap it, or does the Mandalorian actually try and fit things into those newer movies? Because what, I think they're 20 year. the newer movies are like 20 years after the events of the Mandalorian? Don't you just like where I've been waiting like my whole life for that moment where something awesome like that would happen. And I didn't see it in the movie theater. I watched it at home by myself on my high definition TV. Isn't that bizarre? Just like, what is that our current life now, Anthony? That's what I don't understand with any of this. That's the world we're now going to live in where I'm going to be home alone watching it on my 4k TV. Fine. All right. It was awesome. It was one of the craziest moments in the history of me watching TV, and I've seen Anthony play video games before. <laughs> it ranks higher than that. My feature guest is Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show on Sports Radio 1560, The Fan. Mark, really appreciate the time. Always a pleasure chatting with you. I hope to do it again soon. You have a great rest of your night, my friend. Yes, and my new name is Obi-Wan Kamoses. Okay, if you're wondering, I am a Jedi Knight this holiday season. Anthony, thanks for your help, and uh, have a nice holiday.